Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Cole Roberts, and today I'm talking to the guys from Terrorological. Um, it was a random one. I don't know why it went in that direction, but we talked about kidnapping orangutans and volcanoes and a lot of other random things. And speaking of random, the guys were in Iceland um, while we had this conversation. Uh, yeah, what to say? It was all over the place, but it was fun. And excuse my voice for this one. I'm getting over being a little bit sick. Excuse the connection. Um, We tried to battle it out to uh, figure out a way to make their audio sound a bit better. In the end, we all gave up and said, let's just do it anyway. So we hope it's uh, it's okay to listen to. And if these guys are new to you, then um, I do hope that our little conversation gives you a bit more of an insight into who they are and what they're all about. Enjoy. Okay, yes. fellas, we're recording. Audio be damned. We'll do what we can. Um, so where are you? What are you doing? We're now in Southos. We're currently traveling and we have a shoot tomorrow. And whose voice am I hearing here? Who are you guys? Introduce yourselves. All right. Hold Hello. Hello. Yeah, so I'm Bonjo and, and this is Govinda here. We are from Terrological. I hope our voices are distinctive enough for you. No. You literally sound like no. the exact same person. <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's all right. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll go. We'll roll with it. Okay. So you're in Iceland, just kind of wandering around, taking the sights, battling it out with other wedding photographers. How's that going for you? Uh, we haven't seen other wedding photographers yet, though. Here. <laughs> what? I don't believe you. That's. Yeah. <laughs> well, we haven't. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> just to. So. Kind of like asked a few friends. I put it out there online. Uh, what should I ask you guys? And the first question was probably the most important question. So what's the secret to a good Bobby Gooling? <laughs> hit us, guys. Hit us. Well, Bonjo knows all the best places. Maybe you can share a few. Well, I'm not sure what the secret is, man. But I think it's in the in the crispy skin. The crispy skin. And probably because they don't yeah, and they they don't wash their hands before serving you. That's what makes it way better. Yeah. So the secret to the crispy skin is you just like cleanliness is optional. Yes. Yep. Yes. Love it. So that probably flew over a few people's heads. It actually flew over mine too. Thank you, Cy Moore, for asking the question. Um, but to kind of connect that to who you guys actually are, like you're from Bali? Bali? Yes. Yes, we are. Born and bred. Are you born and raised, both of you guys? Yes. Yep. Island boys. 
Is that what you guys call it? Island boys? No, is that like the we're, the... we're called uh, Bali boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, kind of. Interesting. Interesting. So <clears throat> I think like when I think of Bali now, I think of Bali almost like in a way like poor Iceland, all the wedding photographers going there and kind of like ruining it for everybody. But Bali's kind of got a lot of love too. It seems like a lot of weddings happen there. A lot of wedding photographers go there and kind of take over. What's it like for you guys? Do you, uh, do you get territorial about Bali? And when you hear all these other people coming over there? Uh, for us personally, no, but we have heard like some other friends, uh, Balinese photographers who felt quite territorial about it. Because we, we, but for you guys, no big deal. For, uh, we believe that it's like healthy competition, so we just need to uh, improve ourselves. It's very diplomatic. It's very <laughs> diplomatic. But but deep down, but like I, I saw Jonas, Jonas Peterson the other day on Instagram. I think it was Instagram, and he put out there that he casually has taken thirty five trips to Bali, and I guess he's probably working his, each time. His, and there's probably there's probably many guys like him out there. He's practically Balinese, man. Yeah. All right, and you're cool with that. <laughs> I think he he doesn't want people to know that there's Balinese photographers out there, so he can take he can shoot in Bali as much as he wants. <laughs> All right, a little fun fact about Bali. Yeah. This is really irrelevant. We'll get into the good stuff soon. But did you know that Jakob, my business partner, has uh has Bali a map of Bali on his arm? Oh really? Oh yeah. We didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, he's hardcore, man. Wow. He's he's hardcore Bali. He's like a Bali boy. <laughs> how about you? How how often do you come to Bali? Uh, I've been there twice. I think I met you guys there way back when. Yeah, we we met. We I attend your workshop. I don't think you you've met Govinda yet. No. I uh, I that was a fun workshop. It was in Ubud. I remember it, and I also remember that evening was a mess. <laughs> and i think the, the laughing buddha is that is that the place to go in ubud would you recommend everyone go there laughing buddha well govinda knows more about ubud I've, I've never heard about it maybe it's it's famous for the tourists yeah one somebody just took us all over the place i thought it was one of you and we just rolled with it and we ended up there and it got real messy after a while but Ooh. hey win in ubud right yeah <laughs> you, there's there's too many restaurants for me to catch up with. Like every month there's a new one, so I, I haven't tried them all. And Naughty Nuri's, I guess that's the other staple place for tourists. Yes, that's that's been there since the 90s or 80s or something. So it's it's pretty... All right, do you guys have kids? No, we're, we're, no, we're, we're not, not married. We're not married yet. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get like the the family tour guide version or the like party tour guide version from you for people going to Ubud. Uh, Ubud, <laughs> Ubud is is perfect for I think for people who likes yoga and I don't think you go party in Ubud, man. There's there's no clubs in Ubud. <laughs> so if you wanted to go for a three week trip with a two year old, would you recommend Ubud? Yes. Yep, that would be that would be fun. Okay, and on the other the other end of the scale, if you're just like this yoga loving health freak, go to Ubud. Yes, yes. But you know, you, can and you guys don't even mountain. It's it's nearby from Ubud already. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I remember going to I think it was a Buddhist temple, and it was like the middle of nowhere. It was like black, the top of a hill. Like it was hardcore. It was the middle of nowhere, and it was definitely a Buddhist temple. It might be the only one. Yeah, in yeah. Bali. Does I, that sound I, about I right? Actually. 
went for meditation there for six days without talking and eating only until 12 uh, at noon. So it's it's quite, uh, what do you call that? Relaxed. Peaceful? peaceful yeah, peaceful. <laughs> so can you repeat that? Did you just say that you spent six days without speaking? Yes. <laughs> who am I talking to? Govinda. Guess who? I don't believe you. <laughs> so what do you say? Like, this is fascinating, guys. Yeah, after six days, you don't say a word to anyone. You're chilling in a Buddhist temple. Like, what? What do you say once you're freed from the temple? You just scream. Oh, it's it's actually eight days. But on the sixth day, I said, I I can't. I, I need to go home. I I, I had enough of this. <laughs> you really? So you just like packed it in, yeah. done. So I asked uh, any of the like the monastery guys heading to Denpasar. Can I join them? So I just rode a car with them. And it was a quiet car ride, I'd imagine. Uh, or maybe it's not. Maybe you guys were just like caged animals and you just talked each other's ears off for the whole car ride. No, it, it was still silent. I was still in the mo- uh, in the mode. So what made you want to do this? Uh, is, like, is this a normal thing for you to do? I was forced to before I went to university. My dad wanted me to prepare myself mentally to go to uh, to college. So, yeah. So that's that's, un- that's really cool. Yeah. Like I sort of joke around like, how the hell could you do that? But my God, that's amazing. Yeah. Is that a normal thing for people from Bali to do? Uh, it's, it's starting to get hip like yoga. So yeah, people started to do these silent meditation because apparently there's lots of stress in the world. You think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, speaking of stress in the world, like before I spoke to you guys, I don't know. Do you ever hear these theories about like how your phone is listening to you? Yeah, man. I, and I think I believe in that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a pretty big believer in it too. And I sometimes joke with my wife. I'm like, yeah. let's just talk about going to the Congo. Like just talk about it constantly and, and see what happens to our phone. And then the next thing so you it, see the advertisement. Exactly. Exactly. So like I, I say that because just before I started like talking to you guys, I was just on my phone, tucking in the kids and a story came up from Bali. And I'm like, why would this story come up from Bali? And th- th- did you guys hear about this story that happened? Like, I think it was today there. What happened? It was a story. It was a story about a guy and he drugged an orangutan and tried to take it away, like take it on his flight and take it home. What? We're, 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 we, we haven't seen news from back home, so that's strange. Well, guys, <laughs> shit's happening back in Bali. Yeah, shit's happening everywhere in the world. So we... It's just a horrible story, though. Can you imagine going to Bali and you're like, the guy was from Russia, apparently. Wow. No big deal, but he was from Russia. And yeah, he tried to take an orangutan home. <laughs> that's, that's illegal, man. You think? Yeah. <laughs> so what like what other crazy shit has happened in the news in bali lately anything you guys want to report to whoever's listening to this well i heard the the rain is pretty bad uh this past week so it's been uh floated everywhere in bali yeah flooded in seminyak changu in changu so it's a wet it's the wet season but but it's because of tourists locals everyone they're not taking care of the trash there so that's what basically created the flood as well. What do you mean? Uh, like people litter- lit- littering on the 
on the gutter and stuff so it gets uh, oh yeah so that's what do you guys think is like the biggest misconception when people think about people who are from bali like when you guys are wandering around iceland and being exotic and fabulous and you meet these like icelandic dudes in a bar and you're having a beer like what do you think they think of people from bali well i always got this question you know every time i see someone's not from bali they always ask me if i surf not everyone in Bali can surf, actually. Yeah, me and Bonjo, me and Bonjo can't surf. So everyone so, thinks they can surf, you know. It's it's just a lie. Yes, it's, it's a lie. And I don't have the six. So, <laughs> so you guys aren't these like ripped surfer dudes. If people who've uh, never seen you before, they should get that that vision out of their heads right now. Right now, yes. And and, and we don't go to the beach every day. I probably go like once every two months. If not for weddings, um, that's a that's a nice that's a nice little pace. You have the option though; it's nice to know it's there. Yes. Yep. All right. What about volcanoes, guys? Because I know volcanoes are a big thing there. What's happening with the volcanoes? It's pretty. I think it's calming now. Yeah, it's not it's not as bad as before. Because there was a recently there was just a, like the mother volcano and it just grounded flights and it was just absolute chaos. It looked very nice in pictures, but it must have been hell. Uh, actually, it's quite far from uh, where people live. So, if you're in the center of Bali, like if you're in uh, Denpasar or you're Seminyak. in Seminyak, you can't you can't really uh, experience anything. But but but, but a lot of traffic. Uh, nope. Uh, just be, just for flights. Like sometimes it may spray some ashes, and that's when flights get uh, delayed. Gotcha. But you, gotcha. But you wouldn't you wouldn't die if you go to Bali. You probably just have an extended holiday, which is nice. You huh? would surf, surf and meditate. Yes. <laughs> and don't clean yourself if you want to make fabulous crispy food. No, you don't. <laughs> so what? You guys are you're a traveling duo. Um, but I I think you mentioned that you don't have kids. Do you have wives? Do you have uh, families that you sort of like? kiss on the forehead at the airport and say farewell as you go on your journeys like how does it work with you guys no, no we have no one waiting uh for us back <laughs> for us back up no actually i'm i'm getting married soon so maybe it, it won't be as free as before <laughs> bonjo bonjo is getting married bonjo bonjo all uh, right on man i when i uh <laughs> you guys you must have experienced this by now when you announced that you were going to get married you just got attacked by wedding photographers hey who's your photographer do you get wow. have you gotten attacked yet uh there are some yeah <laughs> but in bonjo's case most of the wedding photographers want to be guests so they don't they don't really want to shoot his wedding so i have no one to shoot here now in bali I mean. and are you gonna go to iceland and do your wedding mm. it's hot man Slight people love it slight chance <laughs> Are you serious? I was totally kidding. <laughs> Bonjo was actually asking around for information about priests and uh, officiants in Iceland. Oh, really? Oh, I can <laughs> no, give no, you. No, I... no, no. <laughs> really? Oh, you're joking. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, guys. Why don't you like? Why don't you give us the secret? What What is out east there in Asia that we should know about as wedding photographers? Like, what is the? Uh, I don't know. The next Iceland, as everyone likes to say. Because over here in Europe, I keep hearing it's Lanzarote and Macedonia. But let's forget about those places. Let's forget about Europe. Let's talk about Asia. What's going on out there? Asia, 
as the whole Asia or just the East? Sure. Let's go big, man. Go big. Because Bali. Uh, what's your favorite part, Bonjo, of Asia, shooting in Asia? Which country? I would say... Ooh, I like Japan. But that's not like tropical place, no? Not no you go? It's not secret enough. Get more secretive, guys. Come on. Actually, there are like islands around Bali that are very beautiful. Like only Gilia, isn't that one of them? No, nah, no, man. That's, that's not that's that's a party island, not a beautiful island. <laughs> that's not the meditative island. No, there, there's there's this one place uh, in east of Bali. There's few islands after Bali. It's called Sumba, and for me, I feel when going there, it's like a summer version of Iceland. So you go along long roads with nothing on the sides and just horses. And plain fields, but no snow. Nice. Sold. And it's called Sumba? It's Sumba. quite hot now for Indonesian photographers to go there. Yeah. All right. Well, when we see each other in France next week, just point at where it is on Jakob's arm, and uh, that will be my guide. <laughs> yeah, and and there, there's this uh, Komodo Island also. Ah, uh, the Dragon Island. Yeah. Dragon, that's yeah. It's, it's like going to Jurassic Park. Why didn't that fucking guy try to take a Komodo dragon? Like... <laughs> An orangutan. Come on. A Komodo a dragon can bite you and kill you. <laughs> well, I'm sure orangutans. That must have been a bit of a battle. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's not really funny that he tried to do that. But I'm just thinking surely there's something more exotic out there. But I guess dragons are kind of complicated. <laughs> yep. So I guess we probably should talk about photography. Although I'm more interested in you guys in Bali. What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about dragons? Do you want to talk about more Balinese cooking? Yeah, we we love to talk about Bali, but if you want to know about photography, we're up for it. All, all right. All right. So you guys, you got a bit of a studio. You seem to be doing all right. Why don't you describe Terological? So me and Bonjo founded Terological nine years ago. And it was just the two of us. And five years after that, we started to... Uh, ask people to join mm-hmm. us and now it's it's the 15 of us holy shit 15 <laughs> uh, five photographers and and 10 behind the scenes yep we have five god behind. damn guys okay well i'm just gonna get selfish and jump in here and just like ask what did nordica do wrong that terological did right because Jakob and i started our little thing many years ago and we oftentimes are getting asked like why don't you have a studio? And we're like, fuck you. No, we don't actually say that. We, we never found the formula to a studio setup. So what did you guys do right? Like, how did you start bringing on people to your team? Well, the first one is asking. Uh, so we're both, what do you call it? The creative side. So we asked someone to help us on the, on the business side. On the business side. So that's where it started. Like a so consultant. When we found this person, then all the others, like what we need to enhance our business just clicks. So that's what we didn't know about. So what did this brilliant mind have to share with you? Like, how did that go? Or is it top secret? Oh, not really. No. At that time, we just realized that we, could, we couldn't we could do uh, everything by ourselves anymore because of all of the inquiries and stuff. So she, she helped us like uh, uh, hiring people for the right job for us. Like, like for example, uh, uh, social media. Who who handle our social media? 
and the person who handle uh, our uh, graphic design so we can just focus on more on, on taking pictures oh interesting interesting so the the advice you got was stop doing things that isn't your like core strength yep. yes the things that we don't really like to do <laughs> but but now you have 15 people you said and i think you said you had five filmmakers and then yep. is it 10 other photographers right no no five no. photographers five photographers and the other are we have other photographers but not only in weddings yep okay yeah. well just for the sake of this audience who i think might be listening like <clears throat> when you bring in other photographers that must be a tricky bit of business because you um you have a very distinct style in that it's like uber creative and that that's not something you can necessarily teach you can't i don't think you can teach creativity to the level you guys are doing it so like how did you get comfortable with people who want to come on board stylistically like to just to just say okay yep i trust this person i can send them to a wedding and it'll be a terological wedding um in the outcome like how did you go about that so basically we anyone that who wants to join us must join us as a assistant or a third shooter so we we always shoot with a second shooter in Terrological, but for this new person to join, they have to jo uh, come as a third shooter and work for free or like an internship for th uh, two or three months. Then if we're okay with them, then we we ask them to join with us. But um, yeah, but, but to us, but to us, the skill is not a it's not number one. It's it's their personality. If they fit us, then I think. I think it's it's already a good start, you know. How did you? I'm sure it's crossed your mind, um, or maybe it's just in my head. But like, how did you deal with the thought that you're teaching these people? Maybe you're taking them on as interns, and you're just kind of like showing them the ropes, showing them the terological way. Was there ever a fear that they're just going to go do their own thing after they they learn from the masters, the Bali boy so, masters? When we we <laughs> when we interview someone. We always ask, "What do you see yourself in five in five years?" And some of them do, doesn't want to have the hassle of owning a photography business. So, so that's where we found like, "Oh, maybe you could join us because you're not what do you call that? You don't want to be." You have no ambition. Yeah, not that way, but like <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Maybe, maybe having other ambitions, but not as only as a wedding photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And like, what is it like in your market? <clears throat> and I ask that because like, I'm trying to imagine that kind of setup in a place like Sweden or, uh, or England or, or other markets where you're not necessarily in a wedding hotbed. So in order to have a model like what you have, you must have almost a constant demand that you know that you're going to need to, to fulfill. Like, what is the market like where you guys, where you're based? Yes. So, so weddings in Bali is not only on the weekends, and then they are like almost every day there are weddings, and and then because Bali is it is located not really far from Australia or other parts of Asia. or other parts of Asia, so it's it's quite hot for them to come to Bali to to get married, and then and then uh, and then sometimes you know like in a day we could get inquiry for like. Uh, three different weddings or four different weddings for a day. So, so wow. So, so it's uh, so me and Govinda, we cannot split ourselves to do that. Right. So having a team 
we can uh, we can we can uh, accommodate accommodate the, uh, those uh, demands, inquiries yes. demands. Yeah. Wow, constant demand. You're living the dream, and you get to surf and every day. And, and also, <laughs> like uh, for comparison, if you pay for the same amount of money in Australia and same amount of money in Bali, in Australia, you just get a normal hotel wedding, whereas in Bali, you get a, a private villa, unlimited alcohol, and fine dining, din- a reception. It's something like that. Amazing. You're living the dream, fellas. Yeah. How did your stuff, <laughs> yeah. how did it, just to go, to, to go back just a little bit further, like how did your two styles um, kind of like merge in such a seamless way where, you know, you, you share a vision almost? Hmm. That's a good question. We you can just, thank um, Mark Riley for that question. We probably challenge each other. So if I made a better, better photo, Bonjo wanted to make a better photo as well. And it's vice versa. It's always it's always like that with us. Like the competitive nature, you mean? Yeah, yep. in a way, yes. In a way. <laughs> Are you well, like we, we both we both like uh we both like candid photos, so that's already like that's uh, the start. Yeah. That's the start, you know. And everything else you can just uh, play around. It like when I think about your work, I think it I don't know my my interpretation of it is more playing around and way more creative like who's the idea machine behind a lot of the things that you do because like a lot of the stuff that I think of when I think of your work it's like somebody had to have thought of this beforehand otherwise you guys are just like these geniuses who can think of it on the spot but would you say one of you is a little bit more creative than the other we we both think on the spot actually (laughs) we don't want to say ourselves are geniuses but we think on the spot (laughs) We never really plan a shoot. Like like you're in Iceland right now, so let's just use this as an example. Like would this be a typical scenario where you would you two would both be doing the portrait session or whatever it is? I think it's our first time in four or five years. Yeah. It's been a while since we shoot together. So it was a it was a natural kind of like growth to to not do things together any longer, I guess. Yeah, yeah. probably just like you guys. Actually, we're following what you do, guys. Yeah, we, we follow oh, guys. Your... <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oof. Don't. We follow your module. <laughs> well, I guess one of you is going to need to get a flag of Canada tattooed on your arm. It's just like a, <laughs> out of, or Sweden, whichever you prefer. Canada's would be a bigger tattoo. <laughs> All right, just to switch gears, got asked this question um, by Mark Riley, uh, who actually had the seamless artistic question as well. And he's asking, what is Terra sharing? And I have no idea what that is myself. Is that a thing? Uh, it's, it's, it's like a workshop. It's, it's, uh, we have this workshop that uh, we aim for, uh, local for local Indonesian photographers. That, so we deliver them in, in Indonesian. Just giving back to the community back in Indonesia. Oh, okay. That's cool. So is it like a youth program or is it just a program for anyone interested in photography or like, what is it exactly? It's a program for anyone who's interested in photography, who, who wants to start. But it's Indonesian. It's in, that's the the difference then. You know, you know, like there are a lot of workshops happening now and then in in Bali also. And most of them are like, uh, they will deliver them in, in English. And it's some, some of the, some of us, uh, couldn't attend that because of of the language barrier. Language barrier. So having one in uh, 
just to just aiming for them i think it's it's good that's brilliant yeah but you guys are also hosting workshops with uh english speakers that who you're bringing in is that is that right yeah yes. yeah we have another yeah we don't want to yeah uh, what do you call it we have a workshop a, a yearly workshop that we invite uh english speaking photographers from all over the world sell it guys sell it there's a lot of people who want to go to bali Tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, we would love to invite you guys next time. <laughs> no, 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 I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, you know, like for real, a lot of people would be interested in going to Bali. So, like, what do you got yeah. planned? What's happened in the past? What do you got going on in the future? It's called Limitless Workshops. So, Tarological and two other Singapore uh, photographer, wedding photographer companies joined together and inviting people to host, uh, like, to cater for people around Asia so they can have. They can learn from from photographers from Mexico, from the States, from Europe, from everywhere, from UK. And so we want to connect the world to Southeast Asia. Yeah, Asia. like like last time we we have uh, Fer Huaristi yeah. speaking. Yeah. And James Day. And James Day. Uh, Fer is a bit of a hack, though. Are you guys going to bring in anyone like talented at any point? <laughs> Uh, this this year we're bringing in uh, Rafal Rafal Boyar and your place. Oh, this cool! August, yeah. A little Polish connection. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully we'll bring some pure Europeans to Bali soils. Well, that's cool. That's exciting. It sounds to me like you guys like you're all in with this photography career, and I, I kind of like I asked myself that a little bit before speaking to you guys is. Like, I wonder if these guys have anything else on the go. Like, do you have restaurants or do you have a brewery or like, like, are there any things outside of Terrorological that, that keep you guys busy? Well, I, I personally have a, an Airbnb if that counts. <laughs> oh yeah, man, for sure. And I bet you host workshops there. Uh, in the future, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but, but photography has been an, our only main career so far. Yeah, we'll probably retire soon and try to open a small cafe or something. It's nice, nice, nice. But yeah. like, I guess you kind of answered it there um, yourselves. This literally has been your only career or did you guys like, did you come straight out of university and uh, jump right into Terrorological or like, what was the path there? So for me, I'm I'm, I'm Govinda. So I'm, I, uh, I started Terrorological during my university years. So when I was 19. What were you studying? Graphic design. Nice. That's and handy. Yeah. I I started this with Govinda when I finished high school. Uh, too bad I didn't go uni. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Like you really, like right out of high school into it. Right out, yeah. And how right. old are you? How old are you guys? Do you mind me asking? <laughs> we're, we're 28. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sakes. Really? You guys are yeah. babies. Yeah, no, oh man, this is amazing. You've been doing it this long at this high level for that. Like that's incredible. Yeah, I feel extremely <laughs> old here. <laughs> yes, yeah, our only job so far. Hopefully, we can experience other stuff as well. <laughs> so what's next? Do you think for Terrorological? Like you, you said when you interview people who want to come on as interns, that you ask them like. What do you want to do in five years? Uh, well, what's what's Terrorological want to do in five years? Hmm. I think for me, I want 
I don't know, man. I think I will keep shooting, but uh, less. Not like now. I want to keep it more simple and back to a simpler life. Sounds like you need to meditate a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to Ubud. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Well, I'm just going to like spin a little bit more off that question. Um, Jakob and I, we were at WPPI recently, which was a really great experience. We'd never been there, met a lot of interesting people. Uh, we did a presentation and after the presentation, we had this one guy uh, come up to us and he, he basically, what he was saying is like, why don't you franchise Nordica? And we're like, why don't you tell us how? So have you guys ever considered an idea like that with yeah, technological? Yeah. So we were thinking like, uh, do you know, like hotels, they have, uh, what do you call that? Managed by this hotel, but another name's hotel. So we're, we have been thinking about, let's say this brand, but managed by Terological, something like that. Oh, that's or, really interesting. But not Terological as for them, but like maybe we could help them through their manage management or their branding or other stuff. Is that, is that so something you've actually pursued a little bit? Like or have you taken not a yet. We're, it's Yeah, we haven't thought about it's it yet. It's still an idea. It's still an idea. I like your thinking. Maybe maybe that's our maybe that's our trick. We got to do something like that. <laughs> so what? Anyway, back to Iceland because I know that's what everyone wants to talk about. How long are you guys there for? When are you heading to France? Your precious cargo. We need you there early. <laughs> we're, we're heading to France on the thirtieth. Thirtieth, yeah. yeah. Right on. Have you been to that part of France before? No, nope. France, no, no. Nope. That will be our first time. Funny enough, I haven't really been there either. But I th- we thought it was a good idea to f- host a conference it's there. It's supposed to be warmer there, no? Pardon me? Yeah. It's supposed to be warmer there. Well, it's snowing here where I live and probably where you are as well. So anywhere but here is going to be warmer. <laughs> yeah, nice we, we, we miss home. We miss the tropical weather. Have you guys been on a bit of an adventure or did you come over to Europe uh, just for way up north? Uh, we've been here for almost two, uh, already two weeks, actually. We're hoping to get clients, but we, we only got one here in Iceland. So <laughs> <laughs> we spent two weeks in Europe doing nothing. <laughs> oh, that's nothing wrong. Meditating. Just just <laughs> taking it all in. Yeah. And practicing for the, for the, for the, for the talk. For the talk. Well, hey guys, you speak English. <laughs> so that's a good start. Uh, one, uh, you just kind of sparked a question to mind. Um, when you are traveling and you know that you're going to be you probably drove around a lot today i'd imagine yeah we i was driving govinda we're not so yeah man it's (laughs) tired tired. (laughs) well look guys thank you very much for uh for taking a little bit of a time out of your day out of your little holiday to uh chat with us um i'm gonna uh hang up but i'm not actually hanging up but we can say our farewells and thank you very much for uh Chatting thank with you, us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you all. Anyone who's listening. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. 
Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.